0: I'm Carly Walton, and this is the Teach Music Online Podcast, your number one resource for innovative online music teaching. This is episode three how to respond when a parent doesn't want online lessons. If you haven't already faced this as a challenge with your business, you likely will in the future. I've had so many teachers reach out to me with this concern or challenge of a parent not wanting their student to take online lessons. And I want to talk about it because this is a skill, being able to talk to these parents that you need to gain and you will use again and again and again as an online music teacher. You may have experienced resistance to online lessons when you switched over to teaching online during COVID-19. Maybe half of your students switched over. Maybe only five of them switched over. I am not sure where you're at. You might have had a conversation with some parents during the switchover to online lessons when COVID-19 first hit last April. You might be listening thinking, yeah, I lost all of my students because none of them wanted to go online. Or maybe you didn't go online. There, There are so many scenarios where you need to be able to tell a parent the benefits of online lessons and essentially win them over. The good news is you know how effective your online lessons are. You know that they are convenient, that they're effective, that they are an amazing replacement for in-person lessons. And it's a skill you'll need to learn that you'll get better and better at with time and with some practice in helping people understand why online lessons are the future of education and why they should take online lessons from you and why you're the one that they can trust. First of all, let's talk about some reasons why someone may, may have said no initially to taking lessons online. These could apply to a student or a parent of a student or an adult student. There are a lot of of scenarios that these things could apply to. The most common one that I hear all the time is that they don't think online lessons will work. When someone hears that you're an online teacher, they may be disappointed. They thought you were teaching in person. But you know as an online teacher that your lessons are just as valuable as your in-person students. In some cases, you have had students who are even having better success when they're online. I've heard this story so many times from teachers in our community who say, I have these students who actually like lessons more, they're more engaged, they're progressing. I mean, the list goes on. And if you hear someone say that they don't think that they'll work or they're just doubtful, Um, don't be surprised. They just need a little bit of educating. So we'll get to how to resolve to these in just a minute, but I just first want to go through why someone might say no so that you can understand what their point of view might be. The second one is they don't want to put in the effort to set up online lessons. So they might just flat out say no when The reality is that they don't want to set up lessons. Maybe they don't want to give up their computer or their tablet to their child for online lessons. (laughs) Maybe they are concerned about their internet connection or their technology. That could be a very real reason why they say no. And you just think, oh, they don't want to take. There's a lot more to it than they just don't want to. The third one is that the student might have attention issues. There are lots of students. I know a lot of you teachers work with students that have OCD, ADHD, Autism, there are so many students we work with that have attention issues that we think that we have to teach them in person to resolve those. There are a handful of teachers in my community, the membership that work with autistic students online, and they rave about how their autistic students are doing online. Now, of course, there are so many types of people and students and scenarios and situations. So circumstances, of course, it depends on the student. But I will say just from the experience I'm hearing from other teachers who are working with students with autism, one of the hardest Um, behavioral challenges as a teacher they are they are performing very well online and enjoying their online lessons the fourth reason why someone might say no is that they'd rather have an in-person teacher if you are moving your business online and you hope to be online permanently this is one you will get frequently and you just have to get used to it and it's okay that some people don't want an in-person teacher it's okay it's it's completely okay I will say though, with the shift in our world and how so much of our education and learning is now online, I have a feeling that this will be less of an obstacle moving forward is that they'd rather have an in person teacher because it's becoming so much more common to have online lessons in a myriad of topics online tutors, online teachers, online therapists. There are so many situations where we are going to be learning online. And so this may be an obstacle right now, but it it hopefully is not so much in the future. If you shifted to online lessons in March or April, it's likely that not 100% of your studio switched online with you. You may have had 10 or 12 or five students that didn't go online. And I want to just let you know that Parents during that time were just as overwhelmed as you are, or as you were, and they were overwhelmed with trying to get their child in online everything. Everything was online. All of a sudden, all their classes were online, and it was super overwhelming. So it was likely a lot easier for them to say no to to online music lessons because it was just one more thing. And you probably took that as, oh, shoot, they don't want to take online. Well, they probably will now. So what I would challenge you to do, and this is working for a lot of teachers, what you can do is reach out to those students. Now is a great time because it's summer and a lot of people aren't traveling as much as they normally do in the summer. Reach out to them if you haven't yet. And what I want you to do is offer them a free lesson, a 10, or, 10 or 15 minutes lesson. Let the parent know, hey, I want to, I want to catch up with Ann. I want to see how she's doing, and I would love to give her a few songs to work on over the summer. Let's meet online. Don't even give her the option. Don't even give the parent the option. Just say, hey, when can I meet up with Ann online? I want to see how she's doing and give her some things to work on. And set up a Zoom call, set up a Skype call, whatever it is you use, and teach this student online. What you're going to find is that during that online lesson, you can show the parent that online lessons are effective the student will enjoy it and you are going to open doors to bring those students back into your studio. When you're trying to grow your studio and you need to you need to ramp this up, that's the first step is first of all, reaching out to your students that didn't come online with you in March or April when you switched over. They, they are your most likely to jump on board with you and don't assume anything. Don't assume that they can't afford it. Don't assume that they don't want to. Don't assume that they'd rather have an in-person teacher. Don't don't think any of those things because putting those negative thoughts into your mind will make you less effective when you reach out to the parent. You need to be fully confident that this student needs to be taking online lessons with you because you have, amazing, you have an amazing experience to offer them. And you don't want them to go months and months without music lessons. You don't want that. So having that mindset is so important and is going to give you give you a huge advantage when you reach out to this parent. So that's the first step is to reach out to all of those students. Let's talk about how you can resolve some of the challenges we talked about outside of your previous students or this could apply to them as well. First is you need to clearly explain how online lessons have worked for you. Even better, show them. Show them with lesson demos. In the membership that I have for online music teachers, I have a ton of tutorials on content, what content is, why you need to be sharing video content online because content is king. And if you have content online, you can point your potential clients towards that content if they have any concerns about online lessons with you. It's somewhere to send them. So explain how they work and show them. Also, the next thing, number two, is to get clear on their goals for wanting to learn their instrument. Set some goals with this parent and their students. So let's say that their immediate reaction to you saying, oh, I'm an online teacher, let's do online lessons. And they say, I just think that Peter needs an in-person teacher. You say, well, what are your goals for Peter? What, what, what would you like him to learn on the piano? Do you have any goals? Oh, and they say, well, I'm not really sure, I, you know, I just want him to be able to love piano. And you say, perfect, in my online lessons, we use these books, I use these activities, I use these incentives, and my students love it. Which leads us to number three, offer experiences from other students or point them to testimonials on your website or your Facebook business page. In reality, these these tips I'm giving you will help you get anybody to take online lessons. If you have testimonials on your website, explaining and sharing what an amazing online teacher you are, they have no reason not to take online lessons with you unless they just don't want a teacher at all. So you need to prove it to them. You need to, you need to have a case for yourself <laughs> with all of the, the reasons why online lessons are effective and why, it's, why you're the person for them. The fourth one is to show them how it works with a free trial lesson. So have them book a 15-minute call with you. It's free. And you show them how to set it up. So let's say they come when you say you're an online teacher and their objection is, I just don't know if we have the right setup. We don't have the equipment. I don't, I don't think that's going to work. I don't know how that works. Say, well, let's jump on a call and I'll show you. We'll test out your iPad. I'll, I'll show you how to set it up in a way that works for, for us. That's going to give them a lot of confidence in you because they see immediately that you know what you're doing and that you know that this works you're not just making things up after you've done all of these things and if they still don't want to take lessons online it's okay you're not going to be able to convince every potential student that online lessons for them and it's just going to make room for a better prepared student in the future do not fill your lesson time with half committed students do not do that it's a waste of time it's a waste of their money And you want to be spending your time working with students who are excited and ready and committed to you and your studio and to what you're going to teach them. There's going to be challenges that you're unaware of right now as you shift online with, with parents transitioning their students online. There are going to be challenges that you face as you transition students online, whether you taught them previously or not. So I'm just saying that because I don't want you to think this is going to be sun, sunshine and roses. <laughs> it's, it, you're going to have headaches, challenges, but I'll tell you that in time, they're they're not going to feel like challenges. It's going to become a habit for you to know how to explain online lessons, how to onboard students, and how to make this work. You absolutely can do this. I wanted to share a, f- a couple of experiences that teachers inside the membership coaching program I have have had with transitioning their students online. I think that hearing experiences of other real teachers— And what they're doing to get their students online is so beneficial because it helps you see that you're not doing this alone, that it's working, and that these are things that you can actually implement and get results with today. So one of our teachers, I won't share his name, I had a coaching call with him in June, and One of his biggest frustrations was getting his students that didn't go online in April back online. He is the sole provider of his family. He has three daughters, and it is so important to him. It's crucial, critical that he gets his studio filled so that he can have the financial means to support his family. And so when I heard his story, I just I told him that he should reach out to his previous students. He actually had 12 students that he was teaching at a YMCA prior to COVID-19. And when he switched to online music lessons during COVID-19, he lost all of them. None of them went online. And so I told him, you need to reach out to them and offer them a free lesson. But when you reach out to them, make it a totally gift to them. Hey, I'm so excited to catch up with you. Can I give you a few songs to work on this summer so that there's no friction when you talk to them so that they don't think or assume that you're just trying to get a lesson off of them, but just out of the generosity of your heart, because I know you care about these students anyway, reach out to them and see how it goes. So I heard from him about two or three weeks later that he had reached out to several of them He had had lessons with several of them and that many of them were going to start lessons with him. They were getting back to lessons and he was so excited and I was so excited for him because that is, that's real. That's real income. Those are real students that were missing out on an opportunity to take online lessons with him. Another teacher that I work with and coach, she recently moved And when she moved, she actually moved before COVID-19, and she only had around 10 students that transitioned online with her. And she had been, since her move, trying to get in-person lessons and teaching her previous students online. So she did the same thing when COVID-19 happened. She transitioned online. She lost some of her her in-person students, and she still had those only those 10 students. So I told her you need to reach out to your students who you haven't talked to in 6 months that live on the other side of the country. And for her, her situation was a little bit different. She just needed to follow up with them and first of all say, "Hey, have you found a teacher? Did did you ever find a teacher when I moved? How are things going?" And just starting a conversation with them opened the door for her to offer a free trial lesson with them and then get them on board for online lessons. And she got 10 new students in June just by thinking about her scenario and her situation and reaching out to previous students and following up with them. So my challenge for you is to think about all of the students you've ever taught. Have you moved? Have you gone somewhere where you've left students and you could follow up with them? Do you have students that didn't transition online that you could reach out to and offer a free lesson to? And what what can you provide them for that will be so valuable that they'll go, wow, that teacher is such a good friend. They're, they care about me and clearly they know what they're doing. And if you do that, I know that you're going to get students online. I know that you're going to pick up a few students that you didn't get to transfer with you before. So before you do any marketing for your studio, before you start running ads or building out your website or all of the things that really take a lot of time, they're great, but they take a lot of time. The first step is to reach out to previous students and resolve the concerns that they have. I can't wait to hear your stories. I can't wait to hear how this works for you. Will you come into the Teach Music Online Facebook community and share with us how you're able to resolve challenges and concerns from parents that give you those concerns. (laughs) I know that you have stories to share. I can't wait to hear from you. Thanks so much for listening. Happy teaching. I'll see you in the next episode.